0: So what's going on people
1: that was the loneliest christmas i've ever
0: yeah spent no one coming over yeah did you even cook anything? in like, usually there's a big meal you gotta cook or at least me I, I usually help make the whole big family feast none of that this year
2: last christmas was the most normal christmas of all of you guys for me does that make sense no i don't do no. anything for christmas so yeah so i didn't again this year
0: i have a question for tim and this is totally we can to cut this out of the, the podcast, but I was talking to Tiff before and she's on this group on Facebook and it's like uh I don't remember what the group is. Anyway, like it's a bunch of wives and and they were and there was a whole thread about how oh, uh, none of their none of their husbands do anything in their stockings. They have to fill their own stockings every year.
2: Wait, what? The women have to fill their own stockings?
3: Yeah,
0: isn't that bullshit?
3: Like Yeah, that's crap. I put stuff in Pam's stockings. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought. Like I put stuff Oh,
2: like it's crap like they're lying.
4: No, like they're not no, doing anything that's... for their wife. For I well, that's that's weird. I mean what I a- don't know that I do the stocking shit. I mean I spend fuck tons of money on her in presents.
0: You don't put anything in her stocking?
4: I don't I I don't even that we've been talking about this because we we've got stockings for the kids. I don't think that her and I have
0: Oh stockings. well,
4: I don't think we ever started that. I think know, Tim and
0: I came from a home where we everyone had a stocking and everyone, yeah. everyone stocking Same was there.
4: I I definitely had that, but uh, you know, I've never given a shit about. I mean, let's say that's what do you get you like after a stocking? You get you get a bunch of like chocolates and and nah, tiny like little bullshit things. Uh, I guess cards. Who the fuck cards? gives a gift card for you know a love? Well, you know what fits in a stocking? Blu-rays and video
0: games fit in stockings
4: toiletries yeah. yeah but i mean a, a video game for christ's sake i'm wrapping that shit that shit costs like you know my, my, my kids are getting a switch this year you can, oh i should shut the fuck up yeah you, oh. they're
3: getting a switch <laughs> yeah, okay yeah well they're getting a
4: switch um but uh, wait they already know
2: what they got they they
4: christmas we're pretty sure they know that they're getting that but when are, are they getting uh, that from santa oh no yeah. no no i put my fucking foot down <laughs> yeah. uh, um, i remember those days
0: we would have well, those little discussions about like this is not from santa
4: yeah, exactly i, I mean, paid 300 uh, <laughs> for
0: this thing this doesn't come from santa
4: santa <laughs> bought you that shitty piece of candy but that, the, the whole thing <laughs> yeah. is, 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 is his best friend his best friend got himself bought himself a switch you know his six seven year old best friend it doesn't make you sense. Know, what is he, that kid doing for chores? seriously? Uh, yeah, exactly. But I mean, he he saved his money for two years to buy the goddamn thing. So no, Ugh, like a pr- he's not going to walk over to that kid and be like, "Yeah, Santa gave it to me." And that kid be like, "I got socks." <laughs> with this, I mean, with this year, with everybody being out of work and and you know all that shit. The last thing I want is my son telling some kid that you know Santa treated him like a fucking king when they're lucky they're eating. You know. So
0: speaking of king. I should play this as the intro. Dime. Harry Kane? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Screw our regular intro.
2: Can we play the whole thing or are we allowed?
0: Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck
2: it. It's Christmas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
3: I haven't heard this in a long
0: time I didn't realize the intro was so long i got to learn this. I'm
3: going to get Navita to sing this. <laughs> yeah.
0: So welcome to Summertime Podcast. <laughs> uh, com is where you find us online. Uh, to our other stuff there. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. All of our episodes streaming there. So yeah, uh, we're back. Um, and we we're talking about Iron Maiden. Uh, but before we get into that, we do some introductions here. I'm Eric. We've got Tim here. Hello. We've got Joe here. Hi. Keith is here. Fuck your mother. <laughs> and we have a special <laughs> guest this episode, so we're, we're very happy to welcome back to the episode. We had him on once before. Uh, he's in pretty much every band in the local D.C. metro area. Uh, Eyes of the Nile. You're going to have to help me out here, Chris, because I let's see. Eyes of the Nile. And then there's the Beatles tribute, which is Nowhere, Nowhere Men. And then you've got Dr. Fu, and you've got hair metal, and you do stuff with a Navy band as well.
1: The Navy band is my real job. Well, that's your actual job, yeah. So. That's my actual job.
0: Yeah, so that doesn't really. Uh,
1: count, but Yeah. And then there's bands and then all the stuff outside of that classical yeah. stuff.
0: So, yes, yeah, so we'd like to welcome Chris DiCiara back to the show.
1: Thank you for having me again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, well,
1: we're, we're. I feel we're like on S- Saturday Night Live, you're the second, first, I'm not the first, probably, but second appearance on the show.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Maybe, like, after a couple of years, I'll get like a, a bathrobe or something.
0: <laughs> I think you're something. the third
1: something.
2: second appearance, right? Second appearance, what? I think you're the third second appearance. If that means oh, really? something to you. Oh, yeah. and salty. That's top three. It's <laughs> yeah. hey, top, top three. three. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's a well, one of them was Craig Le Cicero Was one of
1: those.
2: Oh, so you are fourth. Never mind. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah.
3: You are off the
1: podium, it's worse and worse. <laughs> no presents for Christmas. <laughs> he's our, <laughs> hes like our top
2: shelf guy. I forgot the—I forget the one famous guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but we had to have you on this for this episode because this is—we're uh, talking Iron Maiden so 20th anniversary. About. Yeah. Well, nothing else. It's you know—it's the first album. It's it's. It's Clive Burr, and I know you're a big Clive fan, oh, so yes. I wanted to get you on here for that for sure. So, uh, so yeah, this is a obviously it's the 40th anniversary of the debut. I mean, it's the 40th anniversary really of Maiden when you think about it. It's the first album, and I know they formed in like '77 or something like that, but still
2: '75, Bud. Sorry, Bud. You had the book.
0: <laughs> I do. I'm reading it, but yeah. Uh, okay, so let's <laughs> play a little bit of this. <laughs> Are you still in Steve Harris's <laughs> yes, high I school? Year? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a, a very. Uh, I'm like Dory from uh, Finding Nemo. I have I have zero. Uh,
4: <laughs> to just, yeah. Memory. I can't recall
0: anything. Yeah. Short-term yeah. memory. <laughs> See, I can't even yeah. re- remember what short-term memory is. <laughs> All right, let's play a little bit of this. That Dory turned this.
2: out to be a real jerk of a boss.
3: Hands. <laughs> yeah.
5: all right
0: well, i can't play the whole song but uh Boo. what
3: is that do you always think of metallica when you hear that air
0: i do yeah, yeah
3: wow too. really do, you, do yeah. you know why chris no why no one else knows why they used to play part of
2: that they used to play the intro right
3: yeah, yeah on the justice tour they'd come out for the like the first, first They'd come up playing that song and they'd a, play up to the chorus and then are they serious? Yeah. Yeah. When well, I not, saw I them actually. on that
1: tour, I don't even remember that. They didn't always
3: do it. Uh, uh, not not every time, but often. Oh. <laughs>
2: Cover for the Kerrang! album too. They they kind of did a version of of this and Remember Tomorrow. Yeah, Remember Tomorrow was a really good cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound just like it. This is the no. first time. Well, I, there's a remaster that I got the remastered version of the album. So and on that's iTunes, what I played. Yeah, you yeah. You can you can now on on some of the newer songs read the lyrics. Oh, okay. Quite easily while it's like.
0: Yeah, it's, kind it's of
2: probably not the scrolling. safest thing to do, but I can I can kind of peek while I'm driving because it's yeah, close yeah. to where my eyesight is. And they're, right, sure. they're big because they know people are doing that, and so I never read the lyrics full the way through because you know the tape didn't have the lyrics, right? And what is this song? He's like a pervert. Is that what his deal is? <laughs> he, he always yeah. says, "Yeah, this I is about no like some kind of stalker perv Kind of. I didn't know that. Like, okay, yeah, that's a weird way to start your. Your, your whole band's career yeah. <laughs> i am I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't realize that you know i get maybe in london in 1980 it wasn't such a big deal was, maybe <laughs> yeah. they laughed it off oh, yeah, he's, he's having a he's he's taking the piss
0: <laughs> what that's is that the equivalent that. of taking the piss of being a pervert who knows in, in England. <laughs> <laughs> well we should introduce the band here right so on uh <laughs> I guess guess
4: so, considering this one isn't really the same as most.
0: Yeah, this one, uh, the only lineup, this is the only album that features this lineup. Um, It's the most different. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul Diano obviously lead vocals, uh, Steve Harris on bass, of course, Dave Murray guitar. So the Steve Murray, or Steve Murray, Steve Harris, Dave Murray, that's consistent. But then you got Dennis Stratton on guitar uh, and Clive Burr on drums. So. Yeah. And yeah.
1: They have a lot of Dennis Stratton in that early years interview pretty interesting stuff
0: yeah yeah i I mean so one of my notes was the guitar work on this album while very good the solos are at times a little sloppy and i mean it's the first album so it's not you know kind of being expected but um i just feel over time their solo work has gotten much improved um and i don't know like i didn't dissect it enough to know which is stratton and which is murray so i you know usually murray is more the like he uses a um I don't know the term but it, it, the the pickup he uses is a little different it's, it's it's a little more the tone is a bit different on his solos so I can usually tell what, what uh which ones are his but I couldn't really tell in this album.
2: So, so Stratton does play some solos? No he, he does. He um Harris didn't like his solo playing on yeah. the faster songs? Yes.
4: I I think the the rest of the band agreed with Harris that uh Stratton more he liked playing the slower more melodic yeah. stuff and uh his style didn't fit you know that's I mean let's face it he didn't last too much longer no
0: <laughs>
2: no
4: no he, didn't. he what did not what do you make it like one tour See, he was yeah they, they opened there. for kiss on this tour and at the end of that that was the end of
2: yeah, i had that poster on my wall
1: it was like one of those import kind of things it was massive poster it was yellow and uh, of the front cover
0: yeah like when oh, they opened yeah. for kiss it
1: had like the dates and like uh Forget what language, but I I have to tell you this stupid story real fast. If you don't mind <laughs> Um, so when I was in grad school at New England Conservatory, I lived in this apartment across the street and a uh, tiny little shithole and I and I had that poster up in my apartment. Um, so outside of the school, there's like these two big um cases where they put promotional posters for concerts. And, you know, they're just big glass cases that are standalone and, you know, they change them every now and again for upcoming concerts. Sure. And I'm like, I need to get that Iron Maiden poster in in one of those cases. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow. And I need to take a picture of it. That would be awesome. So I had someone open that for me, put the poster up, and it was up there for a day in front of New England Conservatory of Music. <laughs> <laughs> like, right where their concerts are promoted, big-ass Iron Maiden poster, that's front, awesome. the, oh, that's the awesome. first cover. <laughs> and I have to find that picture somewhere. Right?
0: That's hilarious. I took a picture, and I don't know where it is, but yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> we should talk a little bit about this album artwork, because it's not... Yeah. Uh... It's not definitely not your typical Eddie, but of course yeah. Eddie had many iterations at the beginning um,
2: you know did you read the story in the book yet, Eric, about this?
0: Yeah, well, I know about like you know the different designs they had during their like their first shows Eddie I don't remember Ed, the
2: details, but this, Eddie, i yeah. think i think uh I think Steve Harris saw the um drawing by by Derek Riggs, but it was originally like he hit a mohawk, the Eddie. It wasn't even Eddie yet. But right. <clears throat> he had a mohawk, and, right. and Harris asked him if they could use that, but he could make the hair long
0: to make it look like a metal guy.
1: Yeah, it started so, as like just a mask.
0: Yeah, it, it was, was like a mannequin thing. thing that they got. Well, the artwork just was like a little thing wasn't related the, to that.
1: Well, the drums, and yeah, they had that the was, blood coming out, and they put light bulbs. You know, saw that yeah. interview with the white guy. And yeah, little just,
0: marquee light bulbs around the.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Very old school. Yeah. And then, uh, I think they
0: had flashing eyes at one point, and then I had yeah. the the blood that came out during Iron Maiden, yeah. the song Iron Maiden. Yeah. And that, of yeah, course, evolved no. into Eddie, Eddie coming on the stage. Yeah. yeah,
2: because they pronounced the head like Ed yeah. Ed E A D.
0: Yeah, Eddie the Id. Ed.
2: And uh, <laughs> yeah, so the it doesn't look like a Derek Riggs Iron Maiden cover.
0: No, it doesn't. Had, I mean, Killers is really the, the Eddie first Eddie time Eddie. that it looks. Yeah. yeah, it looks like the right guy. Yeah.
2: Have you seen the 1988 right. remastered cover? Yes. It's awful. Yeah,
0: it's terrible. It's weird looking for sure. <laughs> was, it,
2: was it 88 or 98? 98. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 98.
3: Yeah. And,
0: uh, it looks like they tried to do a- that one. Yeah, exactly.
1: What? Very scrawny hell? by the way. Yes. He yeah. Definitely a young, starving, emaciated. Eddie. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
5: looking yeah. for
1: Margaret Thatcher. That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, i don't know if there's a story of eddie it seems like there it, when, when i was younger it seemed like there definitely was like he went through an evolution where it was like you know because life after death he, he died and then he came back to life life after death that's what i assumed as a kid i don't know if there's anything any truth to that but i just i'm sure there's a
2: canon behind him
0: that i'm sure there's some out. sort of lore yeah
2: yeah did you guys ever um
1: look for the Derek riggs autograph initials on every album no. Yeah,
0: I would. No. Yeah, I would seek those out. I think I know. It. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, you can find it on every cover. The really? most obvious one probably is Power Slave, but um, I think it's right I on on like anus his. or something? Not his anus. His there,
2: there's an anus on that.
1: Sorry, you find <laughs> that? Front, his, on his groin, like right above yeah. the the passage to get into the, wherever it is. There's his <laughs>
2: He's got a mangina. <laughs> it's his, it's his pubic hair. <laughs> Too bad that I, I signed my name with TV. I can't, can't really can't. See. I can't see the crotch, the crotchal area. Yeah. <laughs> there is a snake coming up too, so maybe he's both.
0: Um, I think you can see it on somewhere in time pretty clearly too, right? If I remember correctly, I like yeah. I, I
2: think
4: pull so. it up yeah. on the computer too. That would might be easier.
2: Somewhat pretty obvious. Looking at live
1: after death, I forget where it is on this.
4: I mean, that's in preparation for this one. I was kind of thinking about what the hell. I mean, what is there to say? I mean, this is like, you know, the first fucking Maiden album. This is... Yeah. I mean... I have a question. Sure, sure the production isn't as good of quality as, you know, a lot of the other stuff, but, I mean... I prefer it's Just an entire thing of classics. Like, I mean, we can always get into the whole old school, like, oh, was Deano better than Bruce? And No, he fucking no. wasn't. <laughs> did, did anybody a shithead that comes up with that kind of comment is, is a dumbass. But, <laughs> you know... But I would I mean, rather they, hear...
1: I would rather hear Paul sing some of these songs than Bruce singing them. No,
0: No,
2: I
1: wouldn't. I
4: mean, I, I definitely love. I think how I've heard he Bruce, sounds, but Bruce overall, I think I've heard is the so. better vocalist. He's,
0: I like his um, "Strange That's World's really the only fun. one that they haven't played live. Of course, okay. not Transylvania. Yeah. I mean, he can't sing on that song, but "Strange World's the only one that he hasn't performed with them live. Bruce. Um, so, but
2: not that not that, that was bad on this album. He's no, really yeah. good.
0: No, in fact, I had like. I always liked Bruce better, and I was I was introduced to Maiden with Bruce, um, so I I never really went back to listen to these albums that often. So I kind of had a new appreciation for Paul Diano listening to this album fresh yeah. for first time in a yeah. very long time. Like I, I just same. mentioned, Strange World—that's actually a really good s- song, uh, vocal wise. Like I'm not mm-hmm. the, it's not a great song in my opinion. I think it's okay, um, yeah. but vocal wise, I performs like it a lot. He really
2: well. well. Are we gonna go song by song? Because I've Hey, we'll get there. It.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's your question? Go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot. Is that
2: song, is, it, is he a vampire in that song? Is that what's going on? Because again, I, this first time I've been reading the lyrics to these. Oh, that's a weird songs. one.
1: Plasma wine. I, yeah. I used to think he said pass the wine.
2: I didn't but really then I know. Like, Plasma wine. Fuck is that. <laughs> yeah. What well, can I can I pose a question, to you guys? Like before we get into to the songs, eat uh, uh, like on their yeah, own. Yeah. What what? <laughs> At what point in your maiden fandom did this album like come into like your possession or your rotation? Because it was kind of it was a little bit later for me. I knew a bunch of the songs from the live album, at, at some of their live albums, but I didn't actually. I don't if I got this. I, I, I can't remember the year, but I, I feel like it was pretty late in my
0: uh, definitely late for collecting me. I mean- albums. I'll let, I'll let it, Chris go. It looks like he's got something to say.
1: Oh. Yeah. Guess well, first. I remember actually growing up on this album. I, I had it. I listened to it in the early 80s.
5: <clears throat>
1: I vividly remember sitting in my friend's mother's car. We used She used to take me and my friend Steve to the store called Rocket Records. Hmm. And it was this place in um, Saugus, Massachusetts. There was also one in Nashua, New Hampshire but they had tons of import records and we always wanted to go there and buy the weird shit and the, the B side for $20 that we never heard before. <laughs> right. But I remember having my, I would just sit in the back seat and I would listen to cassettes. And I remember vividly listening to this tape and this was like 82, 83. Wow. Oh, well. Jeez. So
4: most metal time out. You look like you're our age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old.
0: Um, You're probably Tim's age, I imagine. I'm not old, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just... So for me, that... Paul was the beginning for me. and But it kind of blended together. I didn't get so addicted that when Bruce came along, it was like this big thing. It, it was just, oh, he was the other singer, and I didn't know any of the history or anything. It was just... They all kind of melded together in a way.
0: Right. Um, well there was no internet back then either So you couldn't yeah. really be yeah. up yeah. to speed On like the latest news on these metal bands You had to rely mm-hmm. on magazines and You know, things yeah. like that So,
1: so I don't know exactly when this came out When I was listening to it But it was probably About a year or two after
0: well, Wow Definitely <laughs> not the case for me Yeah, I'm I can't not.
2: remember, were, were the band members Even listed on the tape? I don't think so I don't either. I I, Cause I couldn't figure out who was in the band I, when I, had, I, I, I Killers <laughs> and Power Slave were the first two I bought at the same time. Huh? And I'm like, I, I don't think that's the same singer. Like I, I wasn't <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> because, and yeah. I wanted to figure it out, but I, I had no way of like I was like, I don't think that's the same guy.
3: I think I had the same reaction because my first album from them was Live After Death.
0: Yeah, and that's what I thought.
3: That was, And that was kind of not fair because that's like I mean, live albums are by default kind of just best ofs. Yep. So you get this mm-hmm. like all these great songs. You're like, oh, my God, this band's amazing. It's kind of – it's really not fair <laughs> to have that as your first – plus it was Bruce and then you go back.
0: Right. So they're playing all this. these songs from the first two albums, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And then
3: you hear this, the you know the, the originals, and you're like, this doesn't even sound like the same guy. And what is mm-hmm. going on? And then the production's weird. And
0: right. then I
3: was I was 14 or 15, whatever. I was 14, I guess. And yeah, so I mean, it makes a difference where you come in with this stuff, especially, yes, Right, definitely. And it's a big deal. You know, your first step into the stuff, whatever you hear first, makes a huge impression, and yeah. then
4: from then on, that's kind of where it goes. Uh, know. For me, that was the whole thing. Like you know, I had. You know, I was the guy collecting the anthrax and the suicidal. My brother was the guy with the Metallica collection and the Maiden collection. So he's the one who ended up buying this stuff and I'd end up, you know, grabbing from him. But I know the first album – the first album we ever got was uh, Somewhere in Time and then Live After Death and then I think Killers, which is, you know – So I don't even know when the hell it was that I finally heard this album – and that's all. Th- I mean, for me, I didn't even realize who the hell Dennis Stratton was <laughs> yeah. until like 2002. Yeah. It's like <laughs> right. Stratton, guitarist for Iron Maiden. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. it's always wow. been David Lee Smith. What <laughs> exactly? <Yeah. laughs> like what?
2: <Yeah. laughs> I don't right, it because what for? When we were kids, you couldn't just go get any album. You couldn't no. just complete your collection. You had to. You had, you had to, to hunt the. The uh, record stores. Yeah. You'd be like, What's, what do they have this week? Yeah, this week? Oh,
4: yeah. No. when you went to buy a record, Iron you didn't know what you were going to buy. Shit. You knew what bands you were going to look for, yeah. but who exactly. knew what the hell album you're going to end up walking <laughs> out of there with? You had no idea. Which yeah, was fun, in a way. Search.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah now it's it was. It was a lot of
2: fun, yeah.
3: Yeah, it was really cool. Especially if you didn't know something was coming out, and you're like, oh my god, they have a new album <laughs> Holy shit. I'm still kind of like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> that sometimes backfired, unfortunately. There were a few times where you were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yes, it did. Looking at you, Overkill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm looking at you, Danzig.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> looking at your where did they maybe? come in for you? <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, yeah, a little bit, actually. Well, actually, <laughs>
0: yeah. No preferred yeah. dying. I was I like... had
3: fear of the dark.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
3: Well, after that, well i cool. mean i mean everyone was <laughs> okay. eric what for you though
2: what Except, when did you like okay. first of this kind of like the same time tim did or what?
0: it was basically yeah the same time as tim basically i don't 86 i don't so like i said had, i rarely would even go back to listen to this album like i i when i listen to maiden it was yeah. always like anything from yeah, number of the beast this wasn't a forward. big
2: go-to one for me either yeah
0: Mm-mm. so because no, no, like again it's just all the
2: songs but
0: yeah Again, it's just because I prefer Bruce as a singer. So I would listen, either listen Live After Death or, you know.
4: Well, I yeah, but I loved Killers. And this one I did not go back to as much. I, see, I'm i the opposite. I I'm think the opposite Killers too. is garbage. Me too. And this see, one is much.
0: I don't think Killers okay. is garbage. I
4: just yeah, like, no. think song-wise, I think the album
0: is much better. Yeah, much me too.
1: Better. I agree. The singer thing it's never not... did it. It never mattered to me for some reason. Like, I never thought of one as being. I mean, Bruce, obviously, technically much better singer. But never was like a big deal to me. It was almost like it was, I don't want to say two different bands, but I don't know. They were like two different Iron Maidens, and they were both just as good to me. Not just mm -hmm. as good, but um...
4: Just didn't there, matter. There is didn't definitely I think, more of I, think, Chris, I think, Chris, I couldn't agree with you more, though, on that point. Because it's, uh, I mean, that's the one thing. Like, normally, when you think of, say, like, Neil Turbin and Anthrax. Like, you don't even want to acknowledge <laughs> oh, that I, existence.
1: I actually hate John's Bush's voice. Uh, You're I'm crazy. sorry.
0: I, I don't know why. It <laughs> that's drives like, me nuts. You just stabbed him in the heart. That's like know, his favorite singer. I don't singer get ever. it.
1: I don't <laughs> know why. He's a great singer, and I know people <laughs> love him. And I'm like, why? His. I, I still don't like it. In any band he's been in, I'm like, Ugh, something You're about crazy. it. Sound of
0: White Noise is one of Anthrax's best albums. And period. the V yeah. keeps telling me too.
1: And I listened to mm-hmm.
4: it and I was just like, eh. <laughs> uh, one way or another though, I would crazy, say though, the change, changing a, band a vocalist, <laughs> changing a vocalist <laughs> is always an enormous thing that kind of can totally disrupt a band. And, and this yeah. one change, like, I mean, there are people that argue that, you know, uh, Diano's even better and so on and so forth but uh, one way or another i think that this is one of the very few times that you know you it, it wasn't too big of a deal that they made the change
0: well um, also his voice did fit some of these songs better like they were yeah. more like punky and not, well, not punky but they were kind of just straight, up Steve Harris. <laughs> just straight up <laughs> yeah, rock yeah he hates punk yeah.
1: well, i actually <laughs> wanted to bring that up um unless you have a i know yeah, you have ahead. an agenda but like the whole punk no, thing really. because a lot of people say <laughs> this was definitely more punk they use the term punk a lot for like the first record yeah and i mean i don't i mean in terms of raw because you think of punk as being raw um i would say that that has the similarity but in terms of like none of the songs i would never associate with no yeah in any like fashion whatsoever
0: (sighs) i would say like running free is kind of straight up rock it's Mm not It's not metal, like it's you know, it's yeah. just got a groove, and it's you know, got a chanting chorus. It's kind of a sing along chorus, and um, but
1: it had all not... the seeds of what Maiden was going to become. Yes, you know, well, all then, sprinkled out throughout. I mean, Phantom of the Opera is just quintessential yeah, yeah. classic Maiden, mm-hmm. and Transylvania, and Remember Tomorrow. And mm-hmm. it's well, own That's own the interesting thing,
0: thing about the the track list. It's like it's kind of a weird. Yeah, I thought it was kind of a, like Prowlers a weird opener.
4: Yeah, I yeah. Feel like they, they, they did not. Set this one up. They didn't, you know. I mean, Iron Maiden being the last song kind of makes sense as it being kind of the finale of it. But right. the yeah, rest of true. it, it's it's like all over the place. It's, yeah, it it, yeah. the it really could have f- been weird.
0: Because <laughs> Phantom of the Opera is the first time it really, I mean, sounds like actual. That's that's yeah. like the classic Maiden sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But even Steve Harris acknowledges which, which that which too. Song? Phantom of the Opera. Phantom
4: of the
2: Opera. Oh yeah. yeah. They, well, they the whole album they they're in their typical you know, E, D, C chord progressions. that mm-hmm. they do the whole, they've they've done every album since ever.
0: So they've... But these are also respect, songs they, that Steve was... They
2: found their, sa- their sound right away. Yeah, Steve Harris wrote almost everything on this, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's, been, Dave, he's been
0: working on a lot of these since like 75. So, yeah, yeah. you know, this is kind of, as a first album, it's not that surprising that there would be songs that are kind of all over the place because he's evolving as a songwriter as mm-hmm. he's coming up to record this album. So, you know, um, you've got some really a big variety of songs in this album for sure. Um,
1: and most of them they have played still.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's
1: yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, or recorded You know, Prowler and Charlotte the Harlot. I think were on the same single.
2: I'm not oh, sure. I don't know. this.
1: that thing. Bruce sang? That's deep. And Bruce
2: sang Prowler on some single and uh, Charlotte the Harlot. He sang it on um, oh, I think on a live was it, was he on a real dead one? Did they do that? Uh, <laughs> maybe I think I think they did. Probably. Almost they did, this they entire did, album they did. Uh, Remember tomorrow on that. I have.
4: I've got a, it right here. A vinyl. If you have
2: that box set that came out in the late '90s. Oh, it's so, great! I have that one. A, there's so much. The coffin yeah. thing. Yeah, no, I got that. It's so good. There's so much from the first two albums that Bruce sings on that's oh, awesome! Cool. I think we talked
1: about this the first time, but um, Keith wasn't here, but. Have you listened, have you ever heard the recording of Bruce's jam slash audition? No. Floating around? Mm. Yeah, you can find it on the internets. I, I bought this tape, though, like before. This was like in the mid-80s. There used to be this massive flea market called Jolly Jim's. And there was always this one guy who had weird shit. <laughs> with the live recordings that you wanted to <laughs> spend want way too to much jokes. money for and they had Bruce's audition <laughs> wow I'm like what the <laughs> fuck is this yeah <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> and it's him singing Killers like freak, um, oh, yeah, screaming his ass off <laughs> I think we remember tomorrow they're doing some like jamming on some Zeppelin they sound like they're completely shit faced <laughs> they're just like doing happy christmas sing-along things oh, like nice. almost kind of like the beatles used to do in their christmas albums <laughs> they sent out that christmas thing <laughs> yeah christmas stuff <laughs> uh happy new year and they're just all like laughing and uh being silly but yeah i put it onto a disc but i think that i found it on ebay or something could probably find it anywhere but
2: yeah disc i'm sure has it probably yeah, that's good stuff 100, $100 200 dollars <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I have it if you if you want.
0: Yes, we do. This sounds I, would be really awesome. cool.
2: We have a Google Drive. Yes, I <laughs> yeah. had to bring this out too. Oh wait, the soundhouse tapes. Yeah, oh, it's, we yeah. have that. Oh. We do have. Yeah, that. I, I shared that with
4: you guys. On. Yes. No, you know we you didn't. On, uh, you you we, you bought it legally and. Um, <laughs> I bought this. We listened to your copy in the 80s. I don't know how. I don't know if I bought it legally.
2: Like, I don't know if it was a legal copy I bought, but I do have the, the actual CD. This is a 45. It's awesome. But I don't awesome. remember Bruce's auditions being on there.
1: No, it's not on this.
2: Oh, okay. No, this All is right. just the invasion and
1: Iron Maiden, Invasion, and Crowler.
2: Oh, that looks just – what was the front set? I thought it said Soundhouse tapes. Yeah, it does. It is, yeah. Oh, Okay, so there's a CD, ver- I think it's two discs, that has a, obviously a lot more stuff on it. This is the
1: guess the somewhat it. real deal. I don't think this is an official official, because I think, I forget how it works. Like, they made a hundred, and then maybe someone made copies, but yeah. I would have to double check whether or not this is for real, but well, this, I mean, I bought this in the early
2: 80s. It's, it's a 45 awesome. with the, the small hole. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wow. the best. <laughs>
1: 1979. Stupid Rock hard Records. Wow. Remember
2: that stupid
4: you Yeah, know, the little, thing little you like snap in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck that. What, the <laughs>
2: what? Know. The little the, the little, little plastic adapter. thing
4: you have to kind of shove it oh, in. Oh, you know there.
2: what that's called? What's it called? My
1: ass. Cuz I had I was actually wondering. It's called the spider.
2: Well, really.
4: Spiders of 8. Spider 3. See? We're an educational program. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that thing. I yeah, have ah, okay. yeah. a horrible thing. I have a record, pl- have right a record
2: player right next to me. There you go. Yeah, but now they have a, a just a thing you said in the record player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like she- why why didn't they do this when we were kids? Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> know, they wanted you to break your records. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, break your records <laughs> <laughs> What's the What's the youngest demo that we have listening to us? Because there's gotta be somebody's like what the fuck are they talking about
4: <coughs> um, <laughs> yeah that? but it's an thing. trust rec- me like there's no one under the age of 40 that listens <laughs> okay, then we're good. so I re- realized
1: this- something about the um about Prowler when we brought this into the the Maiden band yeah and uh I don't know why we picked it I probably picked it because I'm I'm more old school than they are I love that song It's probably yeah, my second
0: I- favorite song on the song really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once we
1: started playing it. Hmm. Like I've always liked it, but once we started playing it, it's like my favorite it's one of my top 3 favorite songs to play with the band. Yeah? Huh. Really? Yeah. Cuz it's we do it faster. I get to, I sing harmonies oh, shit, you do it faster. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like blazing Clive Burr. It has so
4: much energy. Well, let's talk about that cuz let's face it, you know, when it comes to Burr, you know, uh, I still don't know how or why he got fired, but you know what is you he know he was a raging alcoholic. Yeah, th- yeah but Who wasn't? <laughs> no,
1: no.
2: I, it's like Mustaine. I, if you're if you're in these bands and you're the alcoholic, <laughs> it's a real problem. <laughs> yeah, he was done with the road, though. He didn't want to be on the road anymore. Mm.
1: And that, that, yeah, that's true. Pretty sure it was mutual. Um,
4: so I don't think that he really got fired. All right. Well, one way or another, what I really wanted to talk about, though, is kind of, you know, his style as compared to Nico's, uh, you know, and it's, because you know, when I think about the old Burr stuff, to me, he's a lot more, he, he's not as flashy. He doesn't have, you know, like, you know, eight gongs behind him and he's doing like <laughs> fucking going crazy in Tom's. He's a pretty simplistic, you know, you know, this can all be referenced in our
2: previous podcast. <laughs> Chris, the, uh, oh, really?
4: I, oh, I this. I <laughs> know, That's kidding. okay.
2: We, we, can we can bring it, bring it up, again. up again. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Okay. That's what, well, that was just a cheap plug. <laughs> Listen to that episode because <laughs> I I obviously I, I, wish I, I didn't. knew what episode it was, but
1: <laughs> well, it's been a little while. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, apples and oranges. Clive, again, all oranges are better from <laughs> from playing the stuff. And get really getting inside the music. I enjoy playing Clive way more than Nico stuff. Nico is more improvisational and more of a jazz influenced drummer, so which lends itself to being a little bit more improvisational. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't do a lot of the same things twice. He plays, he's way more busy. Yes, he has more drums, but I mean, that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. You know, Buddy Rich had a four-piece kit. Yeah, he was exactly. Like the best yeah. Drummer in the world. Um, but Clive, he had his his thing, and everything that he played fit the music perfectly, and that's all really should be doing anyway. Um, and actually, I should say that Nico annoys me because I don't feel like he does that. Like he plays too much because mm-hmm. he feels mm-hmm. like he has to play, which is like the biggest no-no. Like, when you're recording. If you're playing live, yeah, all hell breaks loose, you're excited, and you're just playing more. But on the album, he just kind of annoys me. <laughs> and Clive always just kind of played the song, especially in Number of the Beast. Number of the Beast is like, I always compare him to Neil Peart, the way he constructed the parts. Oh, really? Yeah, just in terms of, like, how he architecturally designed the parts. Because you don't, at least for me, I never feel like, you would play it any other way than Clive plays it on the album, except you play it faster. Um, but everything he did was perfect. Every bass drum note he played was perfect. Every fill he played was perfect. Like, like when you play Tom Sawyer, you're not going to play anything else because it's perfect the way it is. Right. And that's how I feel with most of Clive's parts. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the other thing about Clive, for the drummers listening, is that, if you notice, he never plays like in Prowler. He doesn't play what a lot of people would just play, like on the hi-hat and go like... So if that's the groove, with the bass drum and snare, like... You might be inclined to just go... on the hi-hat. But he goes, and he does this in every song... That has that tempo, he'll go 16th and
0: like sixteen
1: yeah. to oh, he's a hi hat motherfucker. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, there's some footage um, that live at Hammersmith, I think the Beast on the Road, mm-hmm. where every time they show him, there's some spots in, in Sanctuary where he goes to the hi hat, and his hand is like low and yeah. fucking blazing, <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know how he kept it up, but yeah, he does that in almost every song that has that tempo. Instead of playing. Yeah, you're right. He does. And in Prowler, you can hear it. Just listen to the i-hats. He's just. So it adds so much more energy and excitement to a lot of these songs because they would sound completely different if he did not do that one little
0: thing. Well, I've been. Completely different. I've been. um... Tooling around with the song Phantom of the Opera, just doing a little guitar thing to that song, and I pulled a uh isolated drum track of that and I was just listening kind of playing along to that. The actual some, drum track? Yeah. Huh?
5: Well, it, I, it, it may, it may have been it
0: may have been a drum cover. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, probably somebody I take that just back. playing it. Yeah. I think it was a drum but he was doing what he was what I mean, he's doing some crazy stuff in the in the yeah. verse of that song. Yeah,
1: yeah, he you, keeps the snare drum going the whole time. With the ride, right. yeah. he's just like alternating yeah, yeah. and then accenting. Yeah, so <laughs> instead of just going like, it's going like, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, hear, well, you, well, go ahead, Tim. Sorry.
3: I was going to say, I'm not you there yet.
0: God damn it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Eric
3: said he's covering the song of guitar, and I was like, well, I can take a stab at drums. I mean, it's Clive Burr. It can't be that uh, too complex. Oh, <laughs> yeah!
0: You're <were> wrong.
2: <laughs> I was like, "What is what? what? Oh wait a, <laughs> so, a This is I know. this is a lot harder well, than I'm trying wanna. to sing harmonies in that. Too. I want to continue that oh Rush analogy with Chris. I want to continue the Russian analogy yeah. or or comparison. It's it's oh. not really an analogy, I guess. But mm. when you were saying how you get annoyed with um Nico um because he's doing too much, that's. The first thing that came to mind is like – Neil plays a lot. That's how you feel about Neil. No, not Neil. <laughs> okay. Daniel that's Mordo. how I feel about their bass player. Oh. <laughs> Getty Lee. I wish he would just fucking chill that, the F out and groove for a little while. I feel like he's Steve Harris.
0: No, Getty Lee.
4: No, Geddy Lee. No, Lee. Oh, Lee. Oh, no, no Got Lee. it, got it. Getty Lee, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he was saying that about Steve Harris, I think all of us would drive into his house right now yeah. and beat <laughs> him to fucking death. But
2: <laughs> No, no. But – and And I'm probably one of the few – people that feel that way about him but yeah. I just especially bass I know it I, 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 I'm like would you just chill out I know you're no. even he's a three piece and and he should be doing a little more but I just feel like sometimes it's like come on mm. like just just play fucking bass <laughs> you know what's well, funny because I think that
1: what if Neil played you know Tom Sawyer completely different and that's what we knew Tom Sawyer was and could you say that he plays busy And if he didn't, then what would it, what would it be like? It wouldn't be Tom Sawyer anymore that we, we know. I I agree.
2: It's not, it's not. So there's that uh, line of like. It's not Neil or Alex that bothers me about that band. It's all on getting. uh, I would never have thought that.
4: Yeah.
0: Well, his voice irritates me. That's yes, why I like
4: yeah. well, that more. Yeah. Right, let's face I mean, it, 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 it that band, if that band me, just but... got a different vocalist, they could have been the biggest band that ever existed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe they should have hired Paul DeYoung. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very weird. That's a good idea. I know. <laughs> I bet he's still singing. Well, here, let me play a little bit of this uh, on the opera. We well. Yeah, yeah. There you go.
1: snare's going the
0: whole time. Yeah. yeah. He's just kind of like bouncing the stick on that snare. Yeah. The whole just, time. It's like, it's it's it's
4: ghost
1: notes and the accents. Yeah, exactly. that, 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 that.
0: yeah. That's crazy.
1: One of my first that's, drum that's, lessons ever. I took like three drum lessons, five drum lessons, and one was from this guy in a local cover band. He was amazing, but he wasn't a good teacher. <clears throat> and he was always like hung over on Saturday <laughs> morning with a <clears throat> big cup of coffee. And uh, he, I That's wanted really to learn that from. song, actually. I wanted him to, I wanted to learn that song. So he transcribed some of it for me. And uh, I don't know if that helped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember actually like learning it from that transcription because I didn't even know how to read music back then. But yeah.
5: Yeah,
3: but so when that Nico plays that, he plays it. He plays it a little bit differently. He doesn't. I don't think he does the ghost notes quite, quite like that. No, or if he does them at all. I think he just does straight snare, and there's and not really it's much nuance. Yeah, yeah, and it hits a gong. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <it's> a gong. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Gong. It's a gong very often. It? <laughs> if you listen to it on live after death, it's it's. You know, it's his style. and, it's and That's good. the thing, and too. Like, and his and style. Like,
1: Mariner. Instead of what? going like... He'll go like... Yeah, that's what he's doing.
5: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it wasn't bad. It was just different. It's probably more how I would play it. Yeah.
5: That's
3: probably what I would do because I'm not as technical as...
1: Well, it's a choice that you can make, too. Like,
2: he could do it. Why
1: does he do it? You never know, really. Like, when you're playing that song live for years and years, maybe he, his hands just get tired. Like, Yeah. Well, that's, some some sort, that's such a nuanced... I mean, if you're live, it's hard to just like... Hit that. Yeah, it's probably no use all. in having to bother about doing that, but... Yeah. Um, and
2: whenever I see Clive, I think of Eric. Joseph- Josephson? Yeah, uh, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> I can bangs, see that. the blonde sure. hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know.
0: So we should play some of this album. I haven't played a lot of it.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah, yeah let's, let's, what are the highlights tomorrow, here? It's like the least Iron Maiden sounding song. Which one? Ever right? Remember tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow? And it's the
4: second track. Yeah, second yeah exactly. Track like that song should not be the second track. <laughs> I know. As no, I, I said before, is, the no. track
0: listing's weird on this album. It's should like, not
4: be the man. second track.
0: <laughs> I think like Why it should have opened it, with though? "Running Free" and mm-hmm. you know "Prowler" should, it's, should it's maybe second "Charlotte the Harlot"
3: uh, up no, there. No. Yeah,
2: "Prowler" should be like, like. yeah, "Prowler"
3: should be <laughs> first. But but. Remember tomorrow? That's like track six. It should yeah. be or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, why yeah. you
2: don't you know you, you don't think this? It's, for, it's I, I it's love a it.
0: Track, it's a great it's song.
3: It's just
2: not.
0: It's like, not. It's,
6: it's not, not number it's not two. Metal really like
2: and yeah. it would be a number three live track for Metallica on the set list. Or four. 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 I think three. Didn't they like used to do Sanitarium third?
0: Oh, on the set. Oh, live the set list. I live, set right. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On an
2: album before.
0: Right. Yeah. Good voice.
2: that awesome It really voice. does. Yeah. Incredible does bass. I love that bass. It sings soft. Uh, yeah.
5: A lot
1: of ghost notes, then, on the drums.
5: Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: It almost sounds like Brushes. I know it's not, but it almost sounds like Brushes.
1: It does a little buzz on the ride as well. I think it does like a five-stroke
2: between the ride and the snare. It might be worth comparing the Bruce Dickinson version from A Dead One, because the melody's way different when he does it. you notice that? Oh, really?
6: Oh, oh yeah.
1: That's a pet peeve of mine. Really? Yeah, big time. That it's he like, does his own little just, thing? Not with that song specifically. I don't even know what he does with it, but just like it's just me being I like an anal bastard I don't, I, that I like to hear the way it's written. Not don't fuck with it. Cause you're a singer.
0: Kind <laughs> of it is different.
5: Yeah. yeah. They're
2: both good. Though. I don't know. Yes. I do
0: Don't do that. I don't have a problem
2: with it. Really. Chris is old. He doesn't like change. <laughs> See the heaviness. He does his at yeah. the end of that. He does his yeah. um, Legacy of the Beast video game noise. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> when you win the battle. <laughs> I'm not going to do it in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? But Naveed said I did it pretty well. He did, yeah. <laughs> what is this?
6: That
2: noise what? that Bruce. If you play the end of that song, he does oh, it. Oh, the screams?
0: The scream, yeah.
2: Just, it's a particular scream, though. Oh. Oh. Well, he's matching the guitar notes. Yeah. He
3: does
1: it on this stuff?
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's very that's very cemetery
1: gates too. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. Nice. No, you know what it is? It's deep purple.
5: Oh yeah? oh yeah? I think
1: he did it first. You know what it is? It's Mozart. <laughs> Probably. It's Bach. <laughs> no, because uh, I forget who told me about it, but there's a deep purple song and it's almost the exact same thing where Ian Gillen matches the guitar at like the end of a song. And he screams almost exactly like that. And Bruce, I mean, that was a huge influence on Bruce. Was
5: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's not surprising.
1: Yeah. I'll have to find that song. Yeah. There's
0: always there's always a, an originator that you yeah. don't know about. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yep. and and whoever you thought was the originator, they copied from someone. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. All right, let me get back to this album. Um,
2: oh, let's see. Pick it up with "Running Free."
0: Running Free. Yeah, that's. I mean. It's like a Bruce Springsteen song or something. Yeah. Like the drums <laughs>
2: it's so like old school.
0: Yeah, it's almost like it uh <laughs> it's <a> really fast <laughs> I mean Hey, Yeah.
4: I mean that's one thing like yeah, rock and roll part two. <laughs> mentioning the punk thing again. Yeah. This is the probably the most punk song of I mean, when I hear that drum beat, I, I kind of hear the Ramones, you know. A little yeah. bit, yeah, yeah but yeah. it's but, got that uh, feel. Some yeah. Sound too, but yeah, but it's one way or another, it is still like the only song on here that would have any of the Helmet,
3: yeah, I agree.
4: Okay, okay,
2: okay, okay. <laughs> guess what song's fun to play on bass in this song?
7: Doing
0: the vocal harmonies is that Paul also? Awesome?
4: Steve I Harris did Steve, a lot of them. Yeah, like Live.
0: Hmm. yeah, he was the singer sometimes for them. Oh,
2: Steve. I mean, it says like like Dennis, Dennis, Dennis and Go-
4: Steve did the backing on this. Yeah.
2: When no, when like the band wouldn't have a singer, Steve oh, was the really? he would fill in as the singer. No. Nice. Wow. Um, I used to think they said, <laughs> "What's the next verse?" Uh,
1: uh something. LA Jail. I used to yeah. think he said. Spending a night in LA, Joe? Spending a night in the NHL. <laughs> that's what I used to think Oh. what the
0: hell?
5: <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's, no he's
0: Canadian. Yeah. He's, he's, a fan of, he's
1: a fan he's got, of you
5: know,
0: hockey.
3: <laughs> he's doing a lot of stuff. He's running free, going to the NHL, <laughs> <And> skating <laughs> free. Yeah.
0: Joe, you know that's Tom Coleman's favorite Iron Maiden song. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. I mean, now that you, I remember now that you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Dano is the most NHL of the bands of all time. Looking, yeah, I would say
0: looking, yeah, for sure. Looking,
2: yeah, the shortest hair, right?
1: Yeah, and it was kind of a mullet too. Yeah, He was yeah, probably the a little bit punkier. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the leather and the even the back of the album. I mean, he looks like he Gary like moon
2: or something. He seems the most prone to get in a fight as well. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think if I had to pick somebody to fight, there it'd be Dennis Stratton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, i think everybody else in that band probably yeah ass,
3: dave murray still. i don't know
2: dave murray would probably be number uh, two he's a bigger dude than you think i think and but when you hear him talk the- yeah i know i mean talks in the yeah. book about <laughs> like clive like burr like these guys these guys apparently got in fights more yeah. than you would ever suspect when they- yeah but <laughs> they would get drunk and get in Dave because dave murray would he was the cute one in the band oh. and he was the one that would pick up on like hit on all the girls and he would get, have to fight off the jealous (laughs) boyfriends all the time.
0: Wow. There you go. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All right then. He has some skills.
2: Yeah. But his voice is, well, I don't think it's, I think it's weird to us, but I don't, I don't think it's that uncommon for whatever part of London he's from. I've never
3: heard anyone talk like that. Yeah. He's got a strange voice.
0: (laughs) Well, we talked a little bit bit about Phantom of the Opera already. Um Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my favorite song on the album. Yeah,
4: it the is. Song, it so. is a classic. How do you write that. that riff? I know. Yeah.
3: That, like, I didn't really it's... give that song its due credit until like a couple days ago. <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, it took me a while to come around on it too because it was just like – there's a lot to digest on that song. Yeah. It's and seven I, minutes long. It's Yeah. It's, it's longer it, than everything on the I album know. by far.
3: I was like, how did I kind of just – I guess because when i first got into maiden there were so many other things that were so great that that one kind of got shoved aside and i just sort of this is like the was,
2: precursor to all their epic songs yeah it totally yes. is mm-hmm. yeah.
3: it really is yeah that riff, all those so... parts and all those harmonizing solos and all that stuff mm-hmm. happening it's
0: that riff
1: yeah it's counting it is always tricky
0: yeah trust me <laughs> i've been trying to learn doing this what and like, doing a wolf? counting in
2: oh yeah we must just be looking at each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: well, I whip the other guys. I, knew-
5: <laughs>
0: I have a <laughs> a new callus on my pinky because of this song. Nice, congrats. <laughs>
1: this one's a blast to play live. Play it so much faster. All the different sections, like you said. Yeah. Trying to sing so harmonies while playing some of these
2: wicks. Well, can I get... They, this is too fast
1: for me. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find a live version of us.
0: Yeah. I mean that's. I can't play the whole song. It's. But yeah. God. Yeah. It's so good.
2: Uh, this isn't gonna come through that well. I got. The Steve Harris actual size bass strings for my P-Bass. They're 110 gauge, which is heavier than anything probably anybody has ever dealt with. And they're flat-wound, so they feel smooth and and mushy. <laughs> and that's what Steve Harris uses. And I don't know how anyone is that fast or bright in their sound you um, can play... And can play that middle part.
0: Yeah, that's like crazy.
2: But uh, it's talent. We don't I have. Think that. He just didn't know any better when he started, and he got used to it, and that was that. You know.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: it's insane that he can play that fast. Yeah. Plucking. And he just uses two yes. fingers. He's not a three finger like like Frank Bello.
0: Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy. It's Disgusting all that galloping, how does he do that with just two
4: fingers? well time out everybody uses two fingers. Frank is the weirdo that that uses three that's you know using well
0: trujillo uses uh, three uh, I don't
4: uh, t- t- time t- out trujillo uses so many different you know kind of techniques you can't really put him he's not normal but, I mean <laughs> well, the normal yeah, that's way that's you play analysis. is you use two <laughs> fucking fingers. Have you played a flat wound
2: string, though, uh, Keith? Maybe. Like, I, I mean, it's it's. Oh, you would know if you did. I can't believe I've gone 30 years of bass playing where, I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> this feels totally different.
0: All right. Well, back to this album. So Transylvania, <laughs> yeah. The the instrumental. Um, I mean, good song, but. You know, know it's, that is a
4: negligible, it. like, uh, you know, Transylvania. I I like you listen to it. And then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you forget it as soon as it's over. <laughs> it's it's really, you know, it's yeah, kind of like a lot.
2: That's kind of an instrumental thing.
0: Play some video. Yeah.
2: yeah. So it's it's like lost for words. You don't really mind it. You don't really it's Genghis it. Khan too.
1: Yeah. We try to put these two together for a massive <laughs> instrumental someday. Genghis Vania.
2: <laughs> I think Genghis Khan. Transil Khan. All their songs, man. right? Oh, another reason I think "Strange World" is about vampires is because it's preceded by this song. Oh, yeah, it yeah.
1: could be, yeah. Look <laughs> the ride symbol on this time. Yeah, there's a little double there. Yeah, but and he's always going in the crash. Yeah. 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 He didn't it's just go. Cool.
2: Cool. Mm-hmm. Fucking freak. Yeah, there's a lot more going on here than I realized. The fact that the bass player wrote the guitar parts is pretty fucking
1: awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. the song is cool. It's, it's really Steve
2: Harris.
1: There's a weird thing at the end, if you listen closely. I don't know what the noise is, but I remember hearing this even back on cassette. It sounds like a phone is going off
5: in the Is background. it like a very, a very <laughs> end? Is it,
2: but, but the British phones didn't ring like that.
5: Hear
1: it? Hear it? It's, it's a little over. Like, when you get a chance later, just put on headphones. It's like a little. <laughs>
0: oh. I thought I heard beep <laughs> there. Not, I mean, I heard something. I did hear something.
1: There's something like there.
0: Feedback. And I don't know what the fuck
1: it is, but someone's phone, like cell phone went off.
5: I'm glad we oh yeah,
1: their
2: cell phones back in nineteen. <laughs> can we go back to that 80. where they kind of do the retard ending there, like right at the outro?
4: So yeah,
5: totally.
3: What are we laughing
1: at?
0: He just—he was singing Guar along to it. Yeah, it was perfect. Rock and roll never felt so good.
1: It's a great segue, though, into Strange World. Like, yeah. Oh
0: yeah. like, like the way that how it uh, they... mm-hmm. leads right into it. Yeah. Which, so is is Strange World like their only true ballad? Because this is there is no... no. They
3: had uh, prodigal prodigal.
5: Oh
0: prodigal! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget about that song. Is on killers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
1: Well, of course, wasting <laughs> wasting love. If you want to go. Yeah. Wasting
4: your yeah. time. <laughs> wasting time, oh, you fuckers.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this, is the, this song, there's no distorted guitar except for the solos. Like, it's all clean tone guitars throughout the entire song.
2: Just, well, that doesn't make it a ballad, really, though, right? Well, yeah. But I, Isn't technically a ballad a song that tells us... I
0: just can't think of another Iron Maiden song that's... Chronologically?
2: Because like that. if that's the case, they have a shitload of them. Well,
4: <laughs> I
0: just couldn't think of another song that has clean tone throughout <laughs> that's, that's made...
4: Huh. Virtual X probably has like eight of them, and it's like oh. <laughs> probably but I wouldn't know.
2: <laughs> you would never know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't eat the filthy motherfucker.
0: <laughs> That's right.
2: It's an underrated
1: song. I think. What I wonder what they think of that song that they just completely ignored it.
0: Yeah, yeah they don't. They've never played it live. Uh, with I mean, they can't think numbers. very highly of yeah. it.
4: I mean, and yeah, let's exactly. face it, it's I. I think it's fine, but I don't really. You know, let's face it, it. On this album, alive, it's definitely not the best.
0: They never played live with Bruce. All
4: right, right. Okay, so all all right. have they played live? I'm with sure Paul they played it on this
2: tour.
0: I don't know.
4: How would they I'm not? Sure they, they only had that. two albums of material. You know. Yeah, they
2: probably played all everything on this album plus other stuff. Yeah. I'd like to know that. Yeah. Because I don't remember hearing any Paul stuff.
1: I mean, most of that stuff is just released. I don't know if there's been any bootlegs of Paul stuff. I don't know. It um, made Japan wasn't wasn't on that. It wasn't on anything that they did live. That
4: yeah. has been like released. No, it's weird. That's I mean, just, when you can play, you know, Running Free Family, the Opera, Charlotte the Harlot, or Strange World, and you only can play three right. of them. Guess what? Three you're gonna play. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So and the and length of those songs vamp- too take up a couple. You know. Is it vampires or what?
0: <laughs> I haven't dissected the lyrics. <laughs> I, I
2: didn't even read
1: they, the lyrics. So uh, they
2: probably. had like a little. You
1: know, a séance or something, and I don't know.
2: I think he went to some weird, like Tom Cruise party, and he was a vampire. <laughs> <thing> and, <laughs> and Brad, Pitt he was, was Brad there. Pitt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. Check check out the lyrics. wine. Yeah. It's line. not it's not obvious, which I I like when no. songs are not country songs and it's obvious what they're talking about. <laughs> but do you want me to read the lyrics? We can have a, like a a reading? Yeah, yeah, sure. A
4: poetry <laughs> reading. Yeah, do it, do it slowly, though. Phoenix. Dramatic.
1: You need to do it. Uh, and
4: to use pausing. Voice. And then you die. And then die. you <laughs> die. Then, my friend, you die.
1: <clears throat> the only place where you can dream living here <laughs> is not what it seems. <laughs> not... What it seems. Ship of white, light in the sky. Can you read it like Shatner? Nobody there, it's <laughs> a yeah. reason why. He, Nobody there. Here I am, I'm not Where's really there. <laughs> smiling faces, ever so rare. Let's walk in deepest space. Living here just isn't the place. Pretty fucking weird.
0: That's very vague.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. It le- <laughs> gets even weirder. Leaves of green grasses twine, girls drinking plasma wine. Look at love, a dream unfolds. Living here, you will never grow old. We didn't have to rhyme it so perfectly. They knew to just... It sounds the same. Stocks of light grow from the ground. When I cry, there isn't a sound. All my feelings cannot be held. I'm happy in my new strange
2: world. Hmm. Fucked up.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no idea. I mean...
2: It's either he's a vampire or he's real fucked up on heroin.
0: (laughs) I was gonna say.
1: (laughs) Well, it works like the Twilight Zone single... You know, where Eddie is kind of like an apparition in
2: a mirror. You know.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Who knows? Just making shit up yeah. on crack cocaine.
2: <laughs> Cutting it up big
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's dead, but not in heaven. He's like purgatory. Yeah. Halfway. Can I, oh, I exactly.
2: segue us into Charlotte the Harlot? Yeah. Yes. Sha. I always hated this song, and it's... Sister song, 22 K Avenue, yeah, no, no, no. because I didn't like the subject matter, but in recent years when I've been, you know, For, old, been been know using prostitutes much about the lyrics, I think the <laughs> song are you on. both, I think they're both <laughs> awesome. I, I don't care about the lyrics as much. Yeah, I think this is, well, this is Dave Murray's, like,
0: this is the only song, yeah. it's yeah. the only song he's ever written, yeah. right? <laughs> or, like, only... Like solo credit is a
2: really fucking cool. It's a really fucking cool song. Actually, did you have yeah. to look up what Harlot was? Because I didn't know
1: what the fucking Harlot was. No, but when I, I, I was a I kid, I think I asked my I mom. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had to see, look it oh, up. I don't idea. think I ever would have known what it was if it wasn't for Iron Maiden.
3: No, like, there's no way. Because no, no one, no one says. Yeah, who says yeah. Harlot?
4: Yeah, I right. mean they they did that back in like <laughs> 1850. You know, <laughs> oh she's a Harlot. Oh Harlot. Oh go see the Harlot.
3: Yeah. There's apparently song. four songs about Charlotte the Harlot.
0: Yeah, I saw that. On, uh, yeah, I saw that too. I don't, um,
5: well, okay, let me.
2: What is 2022? Well, obviously, one. but what are the other right? two? And then what? Like hooks in you, hooks in you, oh, and hooks from out. here to eternity. Oh
1: yeah. Well, they've kind of mentioned Charlotte yeah. or something. Make what album reference. is hooks in you on? No prayer for the dying. No prayer for the dying. Yeah, yeah. sucks. <laughs> Actually, don't mind that.
0: Ah, I don't know. I hate that song.
1: I hate the sound of the album more than anything I don't else. I like that album. I mean I don't yeah. know. Like Which I, was I deliberate. Don't that song. It was supposed to sound yeah. like a well it was in yeah. Steve's barn and he produced it and yeah. you know, get a real guy in there instead of I you know. know, probably cost him nothing, but yeah. I think that's what suffered. But it was raw and you know, that was the whole thing. Like, even on the tour, they stripped everything down. It was just like mm-hmm. a
2: backdrop and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, There was no leather or spandex. No, Bruce <laughs> wore leather.
1: He had that leather jacket with the tassels because that's what he wore right after when he did Tattooed Millionaire. He had that jacket for years. I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> it
2: was leather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare say there was no lever. leather. Leather. Leather.
2: It was mostly. No leather deer, until bro. dying. It was mostly, it was mostly denim.
0: Life right. to leather. It's true, yeah, and
1: there's a lot true. of western stuff.
2: Speaking
0: of Halford, uh, yeah, Charlotte the Holland for me is not, uh, it's okay. It's,
4: so speaking of Har- uh yeah, Halford, he uh came on to Bruce Diano and Bruce uh, Diano, uh, I mean, not uh, Paul
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> getting everything all
0: mixed up in this strange episodes. world,
1: <laughs> <laughs> strange <laughs> podcast, yes, yes. <laughs> This isn't plasma wine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: another drumming tour de force, though, if you,
2: if you listen to that, like another... I'll like, play a little bit of it. Oh, speaking of drumming tour de forces, we, we just talked about British Steel. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh boy. The opposite of a tour de force. Some <laughs> of hi-hats. A tour de flea.
3: Yeah, he does that little open eye thing. He loves that. Yep. But he's
5: doing all the 16ths. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he does
0: all. Mm. Yeah. I just don't like That's that. It. I don't like that chorus. It's so.
2: Yeah, the chorus no, 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 is kind of goofy. Not, no, no. Yeah. But I like, that, yeah. I like that the song has a different. Sl- well, I mean. If you've never heard Iron Maiden before and you only heard this album, you'd be like, they all sound exactly the same. but Or or at least the faster songs. But it's a little different. Like, we can tell it's not quite yeah. the same format. But it's got that slow part that I like. Musically, oh, yeah.
1: it's, it's, it is a very strange song. Even like, yeah. how they line these things up. Like the beginning. <laughs> bam, 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 mm-hmm. bam, bam. Yeah. It's not really in time. It's almost like... Right. They're looking at each other in the room kind of thing. Yeah. It's yeah. got that
2: weird like the half half circle with a dot <laughs> on you know, the like dotted half time. Rough time, like like uh for whom the bell tolls always had at the end. Oh uh, not, not in strict time. They're like, okay. Framata. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fromata. Um It's just stigmata.
1: <laughs> well, even when they go into Delta. the slow section. Tell my mother. When they go into the slow section, I mean that's like I don't know. I'd have to sit down and like listen to that a bunch of times and figure out if that's like really in
5: time or
0: like they're just feeling it together. I think that's what it is. I think you're just feeling it together as a band. Like you, you, yeah. Have yeah, a, you just gotta feel it. Yeah. You gotta, feel it. It, gotta be in sync.
4: Well, does anyone have a problem with the fact that they rhyme legs with bed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, Dave Murray, I guess wrote that one, but it's like... It's the accent. Timeout. out. Well, like those those, la- those two last... words don't rhyme. You can't do...
1: <laughs> well, there's that thing I was just saying, like, where as long as the word has the same kind of, like, consonant, it doesn't have to rhyme exactly. Well, that's a
4: vowel. Yeah. They're rhyming the vowels one... <laughs> of it that aren't even close to the end of the word. Well, in all but of Strange World, word. they do...
1: It's very close, and then the last two lines they say, All my feelings cannot be held. I'm happy in my new strange world. Sure. Yeah. It's like that totally is- not consistent with the rest of the song. Mm. Yeah. But who are we to argue? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Who am I to argue?
2: Yeah. Who are I?
1: Who
3: are I? Hey, uh, on Phantom of the Opera, did you notice? I don't recall this being on the. Cassette that I had, but at the very end, there's a weird little vocal thing at the very oh, end yeah. of it.
0: Did you I noticed pick that up too. on
3: that on the Spotify version?
0: Yes. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know why they added that. I'll play it.
3: It's at the very, the very, song, very end. The song ends. Talk talk yeah.
0: And then, like, you know, fast forward a little bit, but then right at the
2: end. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that.
1: Yeah, I've, I've heard <laughs> that, that. It that was like, I think you guys that? planted that on there.
0: No, it's on the remaster. I don't know.
1: It the is. Remaster. It is. Yeah. yeah, yeah I forgot about
0: that. Yeah. It is. Totally is. I was like, hey, the thing
2: I think is no. It's on yeah. the remaster. It's on this. Yeah. I don't know if it's on that. I, I, I think know. there's a newer remaster.
0: 2015 remaster is the one I have. How many
4: yeah,
0: fucking yeah,
4: remasters yeah. are there? I don't know. How much money do I <laughs> have as to many spend on this band? Why would you not? You're Make gonna it go buy
0: it tomorrow? Album, aren't you? just so you can have that little clip at the <laughs> yeah
2: exactly. Yeah, why <laughs> they can put all they can They can say I'm gonna we're gonna remaster all our albums every five years, and I will. I, will yeah, I know,
5: seriously. I know.
2: <laughs> yep. Just leave the album artwork alone. You know, they gotta <laughs> remix,
1: remix, A remix piece of mind.
0: Yeah, that's definitely. all I ask for. Definitely Let's see what that sounds yeah. like. All right, we're at the last song. So, obviously, it's Iron
4: Maiden. Oh, Iron Maiden. Yeah. More Iron Swamps Swamps of Danger. On Iron Maiden.
0: All right, so the most interesting thing to me about this song the album version is faster than the live version, which is oh. <laughs> it's
1: even the opposite. Well, it depends I on, on the, what year. I think
2: the riff.
0: That's it's way so faster bizarre. than they play it live these days. These two yeah.
2: riffs written by a bass player together is fucking weird. Like, how did he do that?
0: It's way faster. Yeah, that's all,
2: that's almost back. speed metal. go back here. Then just... back to the fast high hats. Yeah. That riff's weird to laugh. Yeah. looks like I'm going to put a descending thing over it. And then I'm going to play a bass part that's not at all. I know. Like I don't know how he
4: did that. No, I know. He's a genius. It's Steve Harris. Y- He's yeah. accepted. Can <laughs> you <that>. just play
1: <laughs> a little bit more into the verse?
0: Yeah, sure.
5: <laughs> I just want to stand next there See the fog
2: begin to flow As the fog's out on the floor I made a candy fall How do you feel about the rhyming of this one? The what? The rhyming of the lyrics
5: Because
2: <laughs> there's none Yeah
4: Sought and fought don't rhyme Oh, whoa no, Whatever, whatever you are
5: No, we the fuck. got to get you up <laughs> I a, I
2: <laughs> what is that, the soul glover?
1: <laughs> Dion Warwick back there.
5: See <laughs> <laughs> the blood flow.
2: <laughs>
5: she made one, blood flowing like so
2: sexy. Bass, little bass in, interlude breakdowns, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to that middle. It's not complicated. This is really
1: fast.
0: It's so weird that this song is three minutes and thirty-four seconds. <laughs> it feels it like it should be like six minutes, minutes 10. long.
1: yeah, that one is yeah. fun as shit to play too, because it's just like there's nothing even to really think about. You just like, like you said, yeah. like thrash, just yeah. ga Yeah, you're yeah. playing fast. You're playing and fast fills. Ver- it's not. It's just kind of. Isn't it first verse kind of, of second He plays what, in terms of the drums.
0: Yeah. No, I think you mean lyric wise, right? Oh,
2: I think it's the same. Yeah. I think yeah. it is the same. Yeah, yeah. It's very poetic.
1: <laughs> Repeating stanzas. They want to
2: drive that point home. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. He plays busier the second time, which is cool. A lot of, a lot more fills. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's just fun as hell. The middle is hard to time with the bassist. because oh, they I have to kind of, you know, give them four clicks like they do live.
2: You might want to look at each other in that part. I don't <laughs> think they do. Well, they better
1: turn around and look. It has a little bit of practice. And not usually behind me.
0: So um, before we grade this, we did ask our listeners to provide some feedback, and we got some. Uh, We got a couple people who sent in some video. So I'll play the audio so you guys can hear it. Uh, The first one is from our our buddy Roger, who was in the uh, local chapter of the Metallica Fan Club with Tim and I. Um, So we'll play Roger's.
7: Hi, this is Roger. I want to talk about Iron Maiden, Up the Irons. When I was in high school, one year from my birthday, my friends all got together and they bought me the first four Maiden albums all on vinyl. All we did for weeks was listen to those four albums over and over and over again. Of course, we we're recording them on the tape so that everybody could have them, but shh, don't tell anybody about that. But Maiden was a sound we've never heard before there's nobody like them no one sounds like them that is what's so great about them great lyrics the musicianship is amazing the long songs that take you on a journey Iron Maidens in a class all by themselves one of the best bands of all time one of the best live bands all the stuff with Eddie one of the great you know kind of I hate to say this like kiss with their imagery but The imagery of Maiden is amazing, but that's secondary. That's just icing on the cake. Iron Maiden's one of the best bands of all time. He's not wrong.
0: Yeah.
7: (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's right.
0: There is no one. I mean, Iron Maiden is in a class by themselves. No one sounds like them. There have been bands that try to sound like them, but. Yeah. um, It's, yeah. I think, and I think it's all. Steve Harris, I mean, the dude.
4: Yeah, when I, when I was thinking about, That's like, you crazy. know, preparation for this, you know, episode or whatever, you know, thinking about Iron Maiden, you know, you throw accolades about, you know, like, you know, rock and roll fame or all any of that garbage. And it just seems as though, like, you know, Maiden is one of those bands. I mean, I don't know that I'd throw them, like, along with the Beatles, but, you know, they are a band that seriously has stuck to their own goddamn style their entire time. And not caved to what was ever popular, like say, you know, like firing your lead singer and bringing in John Bush. But um, <laughs> one way or another, I mean, they've stuck to their shit the entire time, and really, I mean, I, you you listen to their recent stuff, and it's just as fucking oh, good as like their, their, their old stuff. I mean, they've, they've I gotta never, disagree with you, like a, they've literally the same as Anthrax. <laughs> I can't listen
1: to anything after uh, Brave New World. I can't. It's crazy. I've tried. I, I don't like one single okay. thing.
4: I I only own, uh, fucking goddamn the latest one, Book of Souls. Book of Souls. Yeah. How you don't like Book of Souls? No. What The fuck is wrong with I've you? I tried, what is it? Keith. I've tried many times to get yeah. Chris to get into that album. I've tried.
1: I, I'll buy them all. I have bought all of them because I love them so much that I will still buy their shit, even though I absolutely cannot listen to them and i'm just like this is so derivative and lame and it's driving me ape shit
0: the song book of souls is amazing so good
3: what is it i mean you, you said it's derivative but i mean it sounds like maiden to it me. it sounds
1: like right it's just like they're, trying it just to... that they're
3: out of ideas yeah is
1: that what it yeah, sounds it's like? like it all sounds the same and not in a good way because, I mean, nobody rips off Iron Maiden more than Iron Maiden. Yeah. That's so, right. I certainly get that, but... I think it's a lack of ideas. It's like
4: nothing new that is exciting to me. The fact that River Runs Deep on Book of Souls, there is... That is my favorite song on that album, and it's because it's got kind of more or less well, what I would call a kind of a more of a hardcore, you know, kind of New York hardcore style in, in its first. In its and...
0: Well, also, if you want different, "Empire of the Clouds" is like as different yeah. as you're gonna get from Maiden. Yeah. That song yeah. is like 17 minutes long. It's Bruce playing piano. Long. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. It's I mean, <laughs> story wise, <laughs> like the story. Oh. But like, you're on, the one now.
4: saying that it sucks, aren't you?
0: <laughs> me, no,
4: Okay. no, no, no. no. I thought I thought, I thought Eric. I thought you were saying that you, they were agreeing with Chris. That uh, no,
0: that it sucks. are you crazy? No I'm one's agreeing somewhere. with me. I think Book of Souls is their best album since Brave New World. Yeah, I agree. Yes. I think think Brave New World definitely. definitely,
1: The beginning of the – that's the album with the beginning of the – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Great song. Get the real fucking instrument in there except doing that on a keyboard. Like (laughs) it's the worst intro to an album like I've heard
0: since – I don't yeah, know. I, I love that intro. I, that I, I don't song. like the that intro. So I love the song, cheesy. and I
4: hate the outro. The <laughs> intro so the outro, the and the outro. is hair, man, You're talking about cheesy? Come <laughs> yeah,
0: but on,
1: the man. Song, I'm like, they
4: got up a bajillion dollars in their bank account. Songs?
2: It's like, could you get you a real- Firehouse had good songs. Like, <laughs> before we went on the air. Listen. You even referenced Trickster, <laughs> which Keith missed. <laughs> I had my headset on. <laughs> Trickster. Look. Keith, you found your soulmate. There's the other trickster fan. In the fucking
4: I'm not world. Trickster it Doesn't mean fan. I'm a fan. Time just out. Means... I make fun of them.
2: <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm a fan. Bullshit. Okay. You, you guys, said, "Give it to me, good." You get
1: you trickster. Bring it up too much. Maiden has a bajillion dollars, and the beginning of that album is just sounds on a keyboard that they could have probably hired real musicians to play. Um, I don't know what that instrument is trying to, to be, but it, it's. Terrible! It's yeah. terrible. Okay. It's like yeah. it's like yeah. a, a bunch of teenagers got in the room and like got the synthesizer
2: out and was like, oh, listen to this beautiful piece of hey, music. When <laughs> <laughs> actual instrument, we'll listen to your opinion on. The oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 Can yeah,
5: you, yeah, take yeah. Uh,
4: why don't we play something in the key of B flat because <laughs> you don't play in a key. <laughs> I do, actually. I've got snare. Uh, I have
1: some mallet instruments downstairs. I, I, feel, I, I feel like oh, Marimba. plays instruments. <laughs> I should I up. do. <laughs> yeah. I actually All right,
3: have we have one more person. Player.
0: Give us some feedback. Let's let's hear here a little bit. So, ruddy Paul, of course. Yeah, let's see Paul. He was probably the most Die Hard Maiden fan I know. Um, I wish
2: we just had him. Pretended to be Steve Harris. And well, he did send a video
0: <laughs> clip, so you get to hear him
2: speak. Yeah, let's, <laughs> well, that's what I want. Yeah. And then let's all. Because I think it. he sells his leg like
6: Somewhere in time, podcast Iron Maiden by Iron Maiden, their first album. What can you say about it? Bloody fantastic. Um, they kick off rip roaring tracks. Some are kind of what we call pop rock, pop metal. Great sing alongs you've got the operatic long main track Phantom of the Opera which sounds like nothing that you've ever heard then or since really Um, unbelievable track. Um, The whole album is uh, really tears along at a great pace it's a good length for the album Um, real showing how great this band was destined to be. Um, yeah, Steve Harris doesn't like the production and the sound. Personally, for a young band producing their first album, I really like the sound. It's, it's, it's raw and it's energy. Um, I'm not fussed about the production. But I think uh, that on, on vinyl when I bought it years back in the 80s, it's just, the album is just so fantastic. None of that matters. And, and actually, I think it enhances the whole feel of it. It's it's not pristine. It's just raw energy. And, you know, here they come. I had made them. I'm going to give that an A. What was that?
1: Uh so give it pole. an A.
6: Yeah. They didn't
1: produce that first album, by the way. It was Will Malone.
4: Right.
0: Well, no, I think yeah, yeah, I
4: mean, they were saying that Will Malone really. As much as he was the producer, he didn't really give a he shit. Was a he, was, he was yeah. the guy that he was just, yeah. Those
2: guys followed directions.
4: But,
0: uh, <laughs> and he was like the fourth one they tried, too. I think, who's right? the, cause
2: oh. who's their, who was their guy? It was uh, uh, Martin Birch. Martin Birch. Yeah, Martin yeah. Birch, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who also did um, everything? The uh, Black Sabbath album we talked about right. from this year, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So that he was busy doing that album. Mm-hmm. He could have done this one.
0: Okay, so Paul gave it an A. We should probably grade it ourselves,
2: and we should mention the length. It's only a thirty-seven yeah, it's like minute the Beatles a 39 album, thirty-nine second album. It's short, Yeah,
0: short. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Probably their shortest album, I imagine. I haven't checked, but
2: I, I would, I would bet it is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, would, I would imagine I Killers is probably next. Yeah, that's more songs. Yeah. But,
0: but Killers, um,
2: is,
5: yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm sure. I will start. I going to give it a B plus. Okay. B plus only because um like of the maiden albums it's you know. I mean I'm, yeah. not, I'm not I'm not counting the you know X what? Factor I, I and didn't the Plays Bailey albums, but
2: yeah, this, yeah I didn't yeah. think about this uh, I usually try to figure out a grade <laughs> before we come on. I just figured I would have an out I answer. I I think I think B plus is
0: I think that's fair.
4: I'm going A. Fuck you guys.
3: Yeah. Uh if they, I, I think A also. Not. I mean, it's it's hard when you compare it to the other stuff because the other stuff's better. But
2: it's still for, what it, is, for what,
3: what it is. Especially in 1980, it is
4: so exactly
2: for what it well, is. If, you, if like, I was a teenager in 1980, it, of course, no things being equal, A.
4: But I know what's to come.
2: Yeah, exactly. yeah,
4: I, yeah, yeah, but it's just, I mean, what's to come is all going to be straight A's, you know, across the board. Not necessarily. Well, until we Not get into the night. Especially.
0: No prayer for the dying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
4: mean,
3: musicianship wise, in 1980, this yeah. is so much. I mean, look at the. The Juju yeah. Priest album we just talked about. Yeah. Compared <laughs> yeah, to Priest really. album to this, it's like Priest is like
0: kindergartners compared to this. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs> what What did I give that? I hope it wasn't. Too I bad. think you gave I it like was
0: a pretty bad. C I think we set's like C minus. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: And like those two bands are supposedly, you know, like those are the two big British. Are we
2: supposed to grade on a curve for the year?
3: No, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it just it stands above a lot of stuff
2: from that year and. Maybe maybe we should be grading on the curve for the year because then it's an A easy. I don't want to overthink it. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, just, uh, my,
0: the way I feel about the album right now, listening to like it. Like, how you yeah.
2: look at it in your whole, like, yeah. pr- uh, totalitarianism of the building. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, my of opinion, the Iron man. Maiden, of
3: the whole catalog of, yeah, it, would, it probably wouldn't be an A, but, like, just in terms of 1980, it's it's an A.
2: Tim, I celebrate their whole catalog. <laughs> catalog. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> 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 except for All two, right, albums, but two yeah.
1: albums I'd have to say A it's hard to criticize it and give it anything less I mean if you want to say production you know it doesn't compare to 1980 like you said a first album it doesn't matter what the production is like these songs are just classic they've stood the test of time for a debut album uh, I love the the energy the rawness um, even the song that they never played, I think after yeah. Strange World, it's just yeah. all like I don't listen to it often, but that doesn't mean I don't love it. I mean, it's just right. it's just too classic. It, it has to be an A for
0: me. Yeah. Okay.
2: What What yeah. do you guys think about it? How does it stand up to? Um, Killers? Um, yeah. No, the uh, other 1988 album that we talked British about, Steel? not. Not British Steel, Black Sabbath. Um, yeah, with Dio.
3: Dio. Oh, it's better than that. I can't remember the name of the
1: album. Better, Ozzy? a lot better.
3: Mob Mob Rules,
0: or is it the oh. uh, one? Oh no, it was I one before that. Was- Heaven was- and no, Hell. No, Heaven and Hell. Heaven and Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm trying to think of.
2: How do, how do, we, how do we compare <laughs> these two albums? I think that's a good comparison, right? <laughs> this is better than Heaven and Hell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I
0: just well, I like oh. Maiden much better than. But, but so. I think
2: I gave Heaven and Hell a better grade. Mm. I I think I'd give that an A. Heaven (laughs) and
1: Hell has Heaven and Hell on it, though. Well, yeah, Yeah. and Neon Mm Knights, yeah. Like Heaven and Hell is, is like the
2: ultimate metal song. It's just uh, (laughs) it's the ultimate Ronnie James Dio song. (laughs) He he basically used that for every three songs he wrote after (laughs) it. I know, but I mean that song for me is just like Holy Diver.
1: Well, that's a little bit. Cheesy. I think Heaven and Hell is more like it's the same song, it's the same riff. I know, but same fucking riff for me, it, it's more vague and like I don't know, just, just say like spiritual, but just you know, Heaven and Hell.
2: It's this is it's where not I, like Holy Diver and swords and shields. <laughs> right. This is where I'm like conflicted because I think I feel like I graded Heaven and Hell better than. I rated this, but I like this album more. So it's like it's you're probably know, comparing
3: the Sabbath like, stuff with Dio with to Sabbath, th- yeah, and you're going, "Well, this was so much better than this other stuff." The Dio, you know, the later
2: the later I mean, Sabbath I, I, stuff. I definitely listen to this album at least a hundred times more than the Sabbath album. But you're probably also probably comparing Maiden that, to Maiden. I know it's hard. So it's yeah, it's hard. This is why the American. Education system is bullshit. The grade. <laughs> what do you want to give us like a, know, n- s- a number? There's grade? no objectivity <laughs> that's a, a five. five. Uh, like, <laughs>
3: like a no- ninety-three
0: point five six. Yeah. If you have a student if you have a
2: student that you know is gonna be good at this and they let you down, you're like, Oh, it's a C
0: <laughs>
2: But if if somebody you're like, uh kind of maybe stupid, but oh it's great. They did a great job. You get an A. That's what I did with it's Cowboys not from Hell. I didn't give it an A
3: because I knew there was more stuff that was coming along that <laughs> was so much better. So it, 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 was, it was hard to do.
4: All right. Well, but our grades actually, unlike, is, you know, grades in school, don't matter at all. So uh, exactly. <laughs> come that let's move on with our lives. <laughs> it's a heavy metal podcast <laughs> and we're talking about grading
0: albums. Don't overthink it too much. It's not that big a deal.
2: Fuck it. I'm giving it an A. Yay.
0: Well, you suck. How Damn. dare you take your grade back?
2: Straight A's. <laughs> Now B plus. Uh, a minus. Oh. Is that <laughs> a thing? Sure. Sure. I did
1: ruin everyone? A
0: everything. minus. <laughs> All right. Well, look, next episode we're going to talk more maidens. So I'm going to I'm going to close this one out for now. But uh thank you for joining us, Chris. Um You're always glad. always great to have you. And uh we'll see you guys next time. So, bye bye.
4: Bye bye. Energy.
0: What's Energy it? aggression.
6: Power. To sum it up, it's um. Vulgar display of power. We say things to people that mean something. I mean, in our own little way. Uh, Ricky,
7: quick, will you try to think <laughs> that?
2: <laughs> the human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing.